Hello, and welcome to Grief is My Side Hustle, the podcast. My name is Megan Reardon Jarvis, and I'm your host. I'm also the writer and trauma therapist behind Grief is My Side Hustle, the blog, and Grief Mates, which is a free grief writing workshop that I run through my website, which is also named Grief is My Side Hustle. I am so happy you found me. I don't know if you follow me on Facebook or Instagram, or maybe you've been in one of my writing workshops, but just the idea that somebody is listening to me talk from this tiny closet in my house is super exciting. I wanted to just start off our inaugural podcast, giving a little sort of explanation as to why I'm moving the platform from writing. There will still be plenty of writing, but augmenting it with conversations through the podcast. So as many of you may already know and is on my bio, I am a trauma therapist. I work here in Washington, D.C. I have a private practice and I've done that for about 20 years. Being a trauma therapist means in my office, I encounter folks who are navigating loss, you know, on a regular basis. And there are various ways to do that, help people manage the overwhelm of traumatic loss and help people who are generally grieving. I want to talk through a little bit what my intent for this podcast is, which is different than doing trauma therapy or being in the office um, working with clients. So in 2017, my dad died of cancer. He had small cell cancer, which has a prognosis of about a year once you're diagnosed, and that's almost exactly how long my dad lived. He had treatments in the beginning, and then he stopped his treatments. And his prognosis, while it was difficult, it was one that myself and the rest of my family, I have five brothers and sisters, got to participate in and sort of know and be prepared for. It was terribly sad to lose our dad and awfully difficult. I wouldn't say I was traumatized by it. It's a traumatic event to have a death in a family. But from a therapist standpoint, to be traumatized generally means that your nervous system is sort of has an experience of overwhelm. And while my dad's death was really difficult, I wasn't traumatized. I participated in it and I expected it and I still grieve him, but it wasn't traumatic. In 2019, while I was on vacation at her house with my kids and my dog and my husband, my mom died suddenly in her sleep. And that was the opposite experience. It was completely, deeply traumatic. So much so that I suffered really terrible PTSD and ended up checking into an inpatient facility, the very same one that I've sent many of my clients who had similar experiences. So part of the reason the podcast is important to me is multifold. One is we just don't talk about grief and loss enough and we don't talk about it well. And we have upwards of 3 million people who are suddenly grieving on account of COVID. And I feel like, boy, we need everybody who has ever experienced a loss or knows anything about grief and loss or knows anything about trauma to be out there using their voices to prepare for what we're going to see, which is people who are really struggling to grieve. And part of the reason people are really going to be struggling to grieve is because it's impossible and really hard to lose primary attachments. It's a life-changing experience on a cellular level, and we're never really prepared for it. Um, Another reason why it's really difficult is this culture and maybe even this country, this world, we don't do a good job. We pathologize and make it seem like it's a problem that you, the griever, are the problem and not the fact that you've been through an experience that your workplace or your family life or your friends 
don't seem to know how to relate to you or how to help you or support you. And so we sort of expect you to do your grief in a therapist's office behind closed doors and not, you know, out into the world and have it permeate every aspect of your being as anyone who has ever been through profound loss knows. So my hope is that through conversation with some extraordinary people, I have a really wildly exciting lineup of folks to talk to, that we're going to touch on various aspects of grief, different formats, different kinds of relationships. And my intent is not to have my guests tell their really emotional and provoking stories, although they will certainly give us a description of them, but more to tell us how did they grieve in those early days? What was that experience like for them? What do they wish was different? What would have been helpful? And then how have they carried that loss over time? Part of the reason I want to talk about this is before I lost my mom and had such terrible PTSD, I think I would have told you that I knew a lot about grief and understood what people needed and did a good job of showing up and supporting them. I feel differently about that now. I think once you've been through the loss of such a primary attachment, you have a different sort of perspective. And so I'm in this, I don't know, interesting spot where I am both very well educated. I have a couple of master's degrees in this kind of stuff. And I have had compound loss and had trauma and sort of experimented with different various ways to sort of move the energy through my body so that I could grieve in a way that felt like was helping me grow the muscles that I need to carry this experience of the loss of my mom, which will be mine to carry for the rest of my life. So that's essentially the premise. You know, when my dad died, I couldn't read. When my mom died, I couldn't stop reading. There's a lot that I know about the brain. There's a lot that the people, my guests who are coming on, are going to be able to tell us about the body, which is known really well in the field, but maybe not known that well outside of the field. So my my hope is that this podcast is going to bridge those two things for you. Anyone who's listening for my Grief Writers Workshop knows that I do a little tutorial on when your brain goes through a trauma and it's sort of ringing like a gong. There's this whole series of experiences that happen literally biophysically inside your brain that change how you're able to show up in the world. They impact your memory. They impact your sense of hunger. They impact how you sleep. And for a lot of grievers you know, they sort of feel crazy when those things are going on. And so I'm hoping that we're going to have some psychoeducation. I'm hoping that we're going to be able to hear some stories of people who got creative in terms of being able to get themselves help that they needed. And I'm hoping that I'm going to be able to ask my guests to essentially give us an answer to the question that I hear in my office a lot, which is aside from crying, what does it really mean to grieve? Right? I mean, that's, you know, one of the things I say a lot is that my daughter and now my son took these classes about puberty that were essentially there to help them prepare for changes that were going to happen inside their body so that they wouldn't be left alone and unsupported when these odd things happened. In my mind, you know, I want this podcast essentially to sort of be part of a class that we never got about the changes in our body that happen when we're grieving, but also help us understand how that grief manifests with us and changes us and how we might need to sort of experiment and give ourselves time to process that so that we can go out into the world and feel confident that The grief is not going to overwhelm us. It's not going to ruin our lives. We just need to learn. We need to grow the muscles to carry it, essentially. 
So I do. I have a great group of people that are coming on. I've got therapists and neuroscientists and authors and my editor. I'm writing a memoir right now. My editor's going to come on. Some mentors of mine, some friends of mine. So people with stories of loss that hopefully um, are going to be able to add a Me Too element to the experiences of folks out there. I'm really excited to have these conversations. Please feel free to PM me if there's someone that you think I should be talking to or there's a story that you want me to follow and listen, be a part of it. I think I'm going to have 12 in the first season, maybe 12 in the second season, and then we'll see. But I've got lots of lots of fun guests. And it seems as though our first interview might be me and my kids. My kids are super excited about this podcast, so we'll see. Anyway, thanks so much for listening. Please give us reviews on all the places that you get podcasts. And I look forward to learning and listening with you. Take care, everybody.